welcome to Tuesday's edition of Transformation Radio.
Austin Pollitt uh, transferring to phase two today um, before coming into the refuge didn't really have a relationship with the Lord uh, kind of done everything on my own was addicted to heroin um, have a strong family strong girlfriend that wasn't for them I'd probably be dead right now um, went to jail got out of jail came straight into the refuge um, as soon as I got into the refuge, I felt the power of the Lord like I've never felt before. He, uh, he has truly blessed me since I've been in here. Um, definitely got a lot of blessings since I've been here and I love it. Uh, I love the Lord. Um, just want to affirm Ben Wilson, uh, you showed me a lot while I was in phase one means a lot to me thanks buddy September 22nd as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament we begin narrating in a brand new book here today it is the book of Ephesians. There are some mega themes here we need to be aware of. One of those is God's purpose. According to God's eternal loving plan, He directs, carries out, and sustains our salvation. This is important because when we respond to Christ's love by trusting in Him, His purpose becomes our mission. Well, let's see what's going on here at the very beginning of the book of Ephesians. Paul wrote this letter to the Ephesian believers and all other believers to give them in-depth teaching about how to nurture and maintain the unity of the church. You see, he wanted to put this important information in written form because he was in prison for preaching the good news and could not visit the churches himself. The words in Ephesus are not present in some early manuscripts, so this was a very likely a circular letter. It made the rounds. It was first sent to Ephesus and then circulated to neighboring local churches. Paul mentions no particular problems or local situations, and he offers no personal greetings. As we get further into the reading here in the first chapter of the book of Ephesus today, we'll see that in verse 7, to speak of Jesus' blood was an important first century way of speaking of Christ's death. His death points to two wonderful truths, redemption and forgiveness. Redemption was the price paid to gain freedom for a slave. Now, through his death, Jesus paid the price to release us from slavery to sin. Forgiveness was granted in Old Testament times on the basis of the shedding of animals' blood. Now we are forgiven on the basis of the shedding of Jesus' blood. He died as the perfect and final sacrifice. God showered his kindness on us. This is also called God's grace. This is His voluntary and loving favor given to those He saves. 
we can't earn salvation, nor do we deserve it. No religious, intellectual, or moral effort can gain it, because it comes only from God's mercy and love. Without God's grace, no person can be saved. To receive it, we must acknowledge that we cannot save ourselves, that only God can save us, and that our only way to receive this loving favor is through faith in Christ. All right, with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. September 22nd, the New Testament. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 through 23. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. I am writing to God's holy people in Ephesus, who are faithful followers of Christ Jesus. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. Even before He made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in His eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into His own family by bringing us to Himself through Jesus Christ. This is what He wanted to do, and it gave Him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace He has poured out on us who belong to His dear Son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that He purchased our freedom with the blood of His Son and forgave our sins. He has showered His kindness on us, along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us His mysterious plan regarding Christ, a plan to fulfill His own good pleasure. And this is the plan. At the right time, He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For He chose us in advance, and He makes everything work out according to His plan. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, He identified you as His own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom He promised long ago. The Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us the inheritance He promised and that He has purchased us to be His own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify Him. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love for God's people everywhere. I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight, so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light, so you can understand the confident hope He has given to those He called, His holy people, who are His rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now He is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ 
and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ, who fills all things everywhere with himself. Our reading today from the book of Psalms is Psalm chapter 66, verses 1 through 20. The writer here was remembering God's rescue of the Israelites by parting the Red Sea during the Exodus. God saved the Israelites then, and He continues to save His people today, you and me. Just as fire purifies silver in the smelting process, trials refine our character. We'll read about it here today in this passage of Psalms. These trials bring us a new and deeper wisdom, helping us discern truth from falsehood and giving us the discipline to do what we know is right. And above all else, these trials help us realize that life is a gift from God to be cherished, not a right to be taken for granted. People sometimes make bargains with God, saying things like, If you heal me, or you know, get me out of this mess, I'll obey you for the rest of my life. However, soon after they recover, the vow is forgotten and the old lifestyle is resumed. Well, this writer made a promise to God, but he remembered the promise and was prepared to carry it out. God always keeps His promises and wants us to follow His example. So be careful to follow through on whatever you promise to do. Our confession of sin must be continual because we continue to do wrong. But true confession requires us to listen to God and to want to stop doing what is wrong. David confessed his sin and he prayed, Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. When we refuse to repent, or when we harbor and cherish certain sins, we place a wall between us and God. We may not be able to remember every sin we have ever committed, but our attitude should be one of confession and obedience. Psalm 66, verses 1-20 through 20. For the choir director, a song, a psalm. Shout joyful praises to God, all the earth. Sing about the glory of His name. Tell the world how glorious He is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises, shouting your name in glorious songs. Interlude. Come and see what our God has done, what awesome miracles He performs for people. He made a dry path through the Red Sea, and His people went across on foot. There we rejoiced in Him, for by His great power He rules forever. He watches every movement of the nations. Let no rebel rise in defiance. Interlude Let the whole world bless our God and loudly sing His praises. Our lives are in His hands, and He keeps our feet from stumbling. You have tested us, O God. You have purified us like silver. You captured us in your net and laid the burden of slavery on our backs. Then you put a leader over us. We went through fire and flood, but you brought us to a place of great abundance. Now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. That is why I am sacrificing burnt offerings to you, the best of my rams as a pleasing aroma, and a sacrifice of bulls and male goats. Interlude Come and listen, 
all you who fear God, and I will tell you what he did for me. For I cried out to him for help, praising him as I spoke. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened, but God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God, who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw his unfailing love from me. Proverbs chapter 23, verses 25 through 28. So give your father and mother joy. May she who gave you birth be happy. Oh, my son, give me your heart. May your eyes take delight in following my ways. A prostitute is a dangerous trap. A promiscuous woman is as dangerous as falling into a narrow well. She hides and waits like a robber, eager to make more men unfaithful.
Good morning. Um, my name is David Johnson. I'm 44 years old. I'm from Lucasville, Ohio. Um, uh, I've been addicted to drugs off and on my entire life. Um, and uh, when I had gotten to the refuge, I had completely lost a sense of who I was, um, what I was supposed to be doing in life, and just my general definition of what a man should look like and um, so uh, I come to the refuge um, and since I've been here I've just uh, gained a peace of mind um, I have rediscovered my purpose in life and um, And also, I've just learned such a great deal about what a, what a true man should look like. And um, um, I just want to say thank you so much to uh, uh, Matt and Dustin down here, our overseers. Um, you guys are great, and I love you guys. Um, to everybody else in first phase, man, just... Uh, Keep on keeping on, man. I, uh, I love you guys, and I can't wait to see you all in second phase. Um, my affirmation today is going to go to Travis, um, Danny, and Ryan. I think they made three wise choices on you guys, and uh, I know you all have integrity, and you're going to be you're going to do a great job leading those guys down there. So. Um, to everybody else in first phase, I love you guys, and I will see y'all in a couple weeks. Thank you. I'm feeling so small. I'm standing here weeping as I'm coming clean of the secrets I'm keeping. Cause I've caused so much pain To the ones I love the most And I'm falling apart As I carry my heart To your I held 
Transformation Radio.